Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. exalt your holy name oh God we thank you for your faithfulness Heavenly Father there is no one like you oh God we worship you in this place in Jesus name together we say Amen Amen we've been getting some wonderful testimonies um, um, we got this testimony, and lady was online, God healed online, and I'd like her to go to the doctors and confirm what God has done. Thank you, Lord, the tumor, Lord, I can't feel it anymore. Hallelujah, Lord God, thank you for my healing. Go on, can we appreciate God for that healing? Go on. We, we, he's Jehovah Rapha, he's still in the business of healing people. He hasn't changed, that tumor has disappeared. And... Um, as I, as I came up the stage, I felt the Lord, the Lord say, say that we should believe God for healing today. So wherever you are, if you're believing God for healing in any part of your body, you're in the base or you're at the hub in Greenwich, you're online, um, may you have a testimony like that lady. Go on, lay your hands, lay your hands on that part of your body. We're going to believe Jehovah Rapha is still in the business of healing people of whatever diseases or afflictions. Father, we just thank you as we open up ourselves to receive your healing grace. Lord, I rebuke the spirit of sickness, infirmity, or disease, and I remind you, O oh God, that by the stripes on your son's back, we were healed. I declare that healing, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. And together we say, Amen. Amen. The same way that lady shared her testimony, someone get ready to share your testimony. Hallelujah. Today I want to talk about the explosive power of praying in tongues. Um, the Lord has said a lot to us about today. Uh, uh, the start of a new journey for us. But before I do, I want to tell you a personal story. So I got saved in 1991. I was a 27-year-old boy, um, and my late wife, if he was instrumental with me getting saved. Um, both her and a member of our board, uh, Mrs. Alero Aida Otobo, were very instrumental in getting me saved. Um, invited me to church. I'd never been to a Pentecostal church before in my life. Um, I'd never heard music played in church. I was strictly um, an, an, an Anglican the few times I did go to church. Um, and, you know, went to church and eventually gave my life to Christ. One of the things that I found challenging uh, was this whole issue of speaking in tongues. I think part of the reason was because nobody explained it to me uh, properly. Um, and so I went to a few meetings and they, they spoke in tongues. Um, I found it very unsettling. Um, I, found, I found it very... Uh, the excessive show of emotions I, I, I was uncomfortable with. Um, 
And I asked one or two questions, and I remember one of the questions I asked, I was told that um, when you speak in tongues, you, you, your understanding is fruitless. You know, you bypass your understanding. And I thought, I've spent my whole life training my understanding to take sensible decisions, and now I'm being told to bypass it. It didn't make a lot of sense to me. And then I quickly found out that it wasn't a yardstick of salvation, that there are going to be Christians in heaven who never spoke in tongues. And once I settled that, that was okay for me, because I knew that I could go to heaven without ever speaking in tongues. Um, and I remember I would say to Ifi then that I love everything about this, my new Christian faith, but this, this speaking in tongues, I don't want it and I don't understand it. And so my Christian life continued for a few months. Um, and then one day um, I was ill. And in those days I used to have uh, hemorrhoids. Um, and when, 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 when they flared up, it was so painful that I, I was literally in bed for two or three days. And on one of those occasions, um, um, there was a flare-up of my hemorrhoids, and I was in bed feeling sorry for myself and just, just sorry for life. Um, and a friend of mine, an English um, friend of mine, now he was the only English man uh, in the church then in Lagos, and he used to be very friendly with... Um, uh, a friend of mine who was one of the first people I, I, I went to preach to. I mean, there were two girls who were um, like five and six with me. Um, and I was chastised yesterday as I thought about this by God that you went after one, but the other one who's from a very established Muslim family, you kind of pray for her off and on. And God was saying to me that you, you have a responsibility to pray for her. Um, and I repented of that. But anyway... Um, this other girl, um, she, she, when I got saved, I went after her, you know, and then she eventually got saved. And this gentleman was a friend of hers. She brought him to church, and he got saved. Um, he was an expatriate working in Nigeria then. Um, and so we developed a close friendship. And he came to visit me because he heard I was ill. Um, and he brought me a book um, called uh, The... They speak with other, other tongues. And I'll talk a bit more about this book. Um, the book he brought was torn. It was tattered. It was unappealing. It was held together by cellotape. And it just wasn't the kind of book you wanted to read. There was just nothing to commend the book to me. But I was stuck in bed, so I had no choice. Um, and so I started reading the book. By the time I, I read the first chapter, I was totally captivated. I didn't drop that book until I read it from beginning to end. It was a book, it's a book that was written by, uh, that was written by a gentleman called John Sherrill. Um, it sold millions of copies, and I have given out, I'm sure, quite a few of it. Um, it was a book that totally transformed my life. Um, he started out as a skeptic, a journalist. To, you know, he was hired to do some research about this thing about speaking in tongues. And by the end of it, he's speaking in tongues himself, and he's, his life is totally changed. It's a book I would highly recommend. I feel that at this season in our lives, this is one of the books that God is saying that we must read as a church. Um, so I would highly, highly recommend it. How highly? Yesterday, I, I, I said to my immediate family, that every one of them should go and get this book. That's how highly I recommend it. 
And so I read the book, and you know, it was written. I mean, his research is 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 incredible. You know, he 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 he's done his homework. He starts from a skeptical point, and so it's step by step. And by the time I finished the book, I was totally convinced about this gift of speaking in tongues, the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And so now I desperately wanted that baptism. I went out a few times in church. They laid hands on me. Nothing happened, you know. Um, they tried to help me by saying copy the other person, but I felt a bit of a fraud, so I, I didn't do that. Um, and, and I just was desperate for this gift. I was so desperate that I, uh, they told me about some some anointed man of God who can help, it, help make it happen. And the guy said he, would come, he could only come on a Sunday. Um, and so I didn't go to church that Sunday. And he came. And instantly, as he walked into my, my house then, I knew that this guy has a wrong spirit. I just knew it. And then when he started running down church and, 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 and you know, all the stuff he had to say, and um, I just knew this guy has a wrong But I was so desperate that I thought, wrong spirit or not, if he can help me speak in tongues, let him help me. So he laid hands on me. He shook my head, shook my head back and forth. He, he was talking, but he was spitting a lot as he was talking. You know, he did all that, and, you know, nothing happened. I didn't speak in tongues. By this time, I was desperate to speak in tongues. Um, I'd go to prayer meetings, and I wanted to participate and be able to pray in this language, but I just couldn't. Um, and then one day, I knelt down. 27-year-old man, I, I, I knelt down by my bed and I said to God, I'm not going to rise up from this place until you touch me and I speak in tongues. And I started praying around about 11 o'clock, thereabouts in the evening. Somewhere around 1 or 2, I, I slept off on my knees. Um, and then I woke up about 4 in the morning still on my knees. My knees were hurting by this time. And next thing, this beautiful language just came out of me. I was crying. I was praying in this language. I couldn't stop it. And for the next two hours or so, I was praying in this language. And since then, if you ask me what do I think is one of the most significant things in my prayer life, it is this gift that God has given of speaking in tongues. Um, as I thought about the end of 30 years and the start of a new season, of course, my mind went back to the early church. We're believing God for a lot of things. But it's interesting that as I thought of the early church, I thought, but you've also been in a movement that has done significant things. 27, 28, 29, most of us were led by a pastor who was in his 30s, early 30s. A bunch of young men and women but we prayed a lot. We prayed a lot. We prayed a lot in tongues. And in that, in the midst, as a result of that prayer, I believe, we stirred up something in ourselves. And God used us in amazing ways in our 20s and 30s. We set up a bank that's still running now. We set up printing presses. We set up hospitals that are still there. We set up schools that are still there. We took the gospel to our friends, and there was a whole mini revival within our, our generation. We planted churches, more than a thousand at this point in time, 
And it was out of that move that Jesus House was planted here in London and Jesus House in D.C. And I thought to myself, what, was, what do I think was the thing that drove us the same way it drove the early church? I think it was our reliance on the Holy Spirit. And if you want me to boil it down, I think it was the fact that we prayed a lot in the Spirit. We prayed a lot in tongues, hour after hour after hour. I was saying to them that this church was birthed out of prayer. The three months before this church was birthed, Badger will tell you, that we prayed on average for six hours every day, nonstop. So some of what some people are enjoying is on the back of some persevering, intense praying, and we saw God move as a result. And so I feel that as we come to what is the start of a new season, God is saying you can't run away from the ancient landmarks. The things that worked then are the things that will work now. There'll be different expressions. Our, our young people in their 20s and 30s might not be setting up banks and setting up schools as we did. They might be taking the gospel into banks and into schools instead of setting them up. But I believe that a foundational part of what they're going to do is this outpouring of the Spirit, the baptism of the Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. The explosive power of praying in tongues. When Jesus is going to heaven, he gives a commission um, to his followers. And he says, these signs will follow them. In his name, we will cast out demons. We will speak with new tongues. Mark 16, verse 17 and 18. We will speak with new tongues. And when it, it was time for the people to go and do the work, go, he said to them, go and preach the gospel, go and make witnesses, go and make disciples. He told them to wait in Jerusalem. He told them to wait because something was going to happen to them that would make a difference, that would take regular, ordinary people who were living in fear and transform them to extraordinary people who would take territory for the kingdom of God. I think it's the same thing that happened to us in our 20s. Regular, ordinary guys, and, and men and women, who were transformed by something that happened, and we took territory for God. And so they gathered together, and the Bible says on the day of Pentecost, they were all with one accord in one place. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven, Acts 2, verses 1 to 4, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. And there appeared on them cloven tongues like as of fire. It sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Message Bible would say they began to speak they began speaking in a, different, in a number of different languages as the Spirit prompted them. What happened there was the Spirit came upon them and they began to speak in other languages. And the people who were around recognized their language and were amazed that these Jews are speaking Arabic, they are speaking 
Greek. They are speaking all these other languages. And yet no one could have taught them to speak those languages. So something supernatural had happened that had given them the ability to speak natural languages. I mean, if you read this book, you read some amazing stories. Um, um, a guy goes to Liberia in those days to preach, um, and his wife gets malaria. The only challenge was that as they ran out of drugs, to go through, to go to the coast where they could get the malaria drugs, they had to go through the territory of a tribe that were cannibals in those days. Um, and he had no choice. He encouraged um, the chief of the village that had hosted him, who sent one of his, some of his people to go. But of course, as they tried to get through, they were captured uh, by this tribe that were, that were cannibals then. And when the news came to him, his wife had started recovering, he felt guilty. And so he thought to himself, I have to go and try to rescue this man that has been captured. Cut a long story short, he arrives there uh, and he ends up captured. And so he's brought out into the village square and uh, the, the, the chief and the village witch doctor um, um, speak uh, to the villagers in, of course, the language, a, a native, native Liberian language he didn't understand. And when they finish, he, he kind of deduces that they have made a presentation of their case. And so he, 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 he bows his head and speaks to the Spirit of God. And he gets a scripture. That's why it's good to always be filled with the Word of God. Gets a scripture that tells him that he, should not, he shouldn't bother about what he'll say in that hour, that he'll be given what to say at the appointed time. He gets up from his place of prayer stands in the semicircle and starts to address them in tongues. But as he begins to speak, he realizes something is happening. There's a calming in influence. The people are paying attention. And for 20 minutes, he prays in tongues. Unknown to him, the Spirit of God had given him that particular language, and he had spoken to them in their dialect. And no one knows what he said, but the result of it was that the witch doctor broke the neck of a chicken, sacrificed the blood. He figured out that the blood had taken his place and released him, and the chief gave him an escort to take him back. It, it, that's when we speak with the tongues of men. And it happens, there are so many more examples where it, where it has happened, where people begin to speak in a language, but they then realize that it's a language of men. The Spirit gives them the utterance to speak, but they are speaking a language of men. The Bible would say these are known tongues, tongues that are known. It's a language that is spoken somewhere, and the Lord can come by His Spirit upon a person, and as they speak in tongues, they are speaking a particular language. There are so many more examples in this book about people who have spoken in tongues and then there's someone sitting there and marvels as to how did you learn to speak such perfect Polish? And the guy's like, I don't speak Polish. He said, no, no, you were speaking Polish praising God. Amen? That's what happened at Pentecost. But then there are a second group of tongues. 
Those are tongues that are what I call unknown tongues. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God. This is the King James Version. For no man understands him, howbeit in the spirit he speaks mysteries. Now when this comes, the person is not speaking in a language that is known. He's speaking in what the Bible calls an unknown tongue, what the message translation calls a private language of tongues. And this is very different from what happened at Pentecost. In this instance, the person is speaking a private language of tongues, tongues that are not known to man. And that, when that happens, that is a person's private prayer language with God. It's a gift of the Spirit of God. There are nine spiritual gifts, 1 Corinthians 12, verses 7 to 11. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. These nine gifts come upon believers for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. Three. To another, gifts of healing by the same Spirit. Four. Another, working of miracles by the same Spirit. Five. Another, prophecy by the same Spirit. Six. To another, discerning of spirits by the same Spirit. Seven. To another, different kinds of tongues. Different kinds of tongues. Different categories of tongues. And then to another, interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wins, as he wills. And so the Spirit of God comes, the gifts of this, of the Spirit. And it's interesting that in the category of the gifts of the Spirit, speaking in tongues is not so high. It's, I think it's assumed that this is what every believer should do. I know there are some believers who don't, but if I look at my life personally, how could I have had the kind of prayer life I have if I didn't speak in tongues, if I didn't receive that gift from God of speaking in tongues, this private prayer language? And I think when Paul talks in 1 Corinthians 13 verse 1 about tongues of men and tongues of angels, I think he's talking about this distinction, that the Spirit can come upon someone and give them the tongues of men, where people speak languages that they, don't, that they never learned, but they are languages that are known. And the Spirit can come upon, upon a person, and Paul chooses to use the term tongues of angels, and give that person a private prayer language that only God understands. So I want to talk to you about the benefits of speaking in tongues. This explosive prayer language that changed my life, that catapulted a group of young men and women into a place where God used them, that was central to how the early church became the dynamic movement that it was. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. If I read that from the Amplified Classic, 
For one who speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not to men but to God, for no one understands or catches his meaning, because in the Holy Spirit he utters secret truths and hidden things not obvious to the understanding. And if I took that in, in the Passion Translation, it would say, when someone speaks in tongues, no one understands a word he says because he's not speaking to people but to God. He's speaking intimate mysteries in the Spirit, benefits of speaking in tongues. Number one, mysteries, secret truths, and intimacies. <laughs> Most of life is a mystery. No one can tell me with certainty what's going to happen tomorrow. Neither can anyone tell me with any degree of certainty what's going to happen next year. As we hold a child in our hands, no one can tell with any certainty what direction that child is going to go. So much of life is clouded in mysteries. The beauty of speaking in tongues is that because you're speaking mysteries to God, you can pray specifically for that child in your hands. You can chat that child's cause. You can talk to God about intimate things concerning that child in, in your tummy that isn't yet born. You can go into the future and settle matters concerning that child as you can concerning your life. Not general prayers, but detailed prayers where you are praying specifically because you are speaking in this prayer language, mysteries unto God. Secret truths, things that are true but are not revealed to the natural mind. Intimacies, and I have found personally that the deepest I, I go in prayer is when I am praying in the Spirit, especially for a long time, and I allow the Spirit of God to take me where He wants to go. So the first thing is that it's a language that allows us to pray about mysteries, pray about secret truths, things not revealed to our understanding, to pray with certainty in a way that takes us into an intimate relationship with God. Number two benefit of speaking in tongues. The Bible says, he that prays in tongues speaks not to men but to God. No one understands or catches his, his meaning. Second benefit, it's a direct language between a child of God and God. <laughs> no one understands what he says. Will there be circumstances in life where God doesn't want anyone to understand what you're talking to him about? Absolutely. Can our adversary understand any language, even the most ancient of languages? Yes. Is there any language that our adversary can't understand, the language of speaking in tongues, because God will not give him an interpretation? And so are there times when there are things to discuss that God doesn't want exposed yet? They are. How can I discuss those things in my prayer language because I am talking directly to God? And only when the ninth gift is in operation and God gives an interpretation will anybody understand what I'm saying. So I can sit down and discuss things that are yet to come in the place of prayer with God and nobody can understand what I am discussing with him. 
Is this making some sense? Number three. This explosive gift edifies you. <laughs> 1 Corinthians 14 verse 4. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. And so there's, there's a time to edify the church, but there's a time to also edify yourself. And when I think about that word edify, I think about an edifice, a large imposing building. What does this mean practically in our lives? It means, I think, four words sum it up for me. Maybe five words. Construct. He that speaks in an unknown tongue constructs things. There are times when I'm not sure how this thing should go, and I just sit there and just pray in the Spirit, and suddenly something is constructed in my mind. Another word is build up. Have you noticed that sometimes you feel out of sorts? Frankly, this is my recipe for anybody who feels out of, out of sorts, pray in the Spirit. And you just start to pray in the Spirit. And suddenly you feel built up, strengthened inside. Establish is another word. Have you, not, have you not noticed how praying in the Spirit establishes things? I'm not sure about this. How should I go? But you start to pray in the Spirit. And suddenly something is established in your mind. Or something, or you're strengthened suddenly. When, when you wake up, wake up out of sorts, it's, it's a call to prayer. When you feel weak, it's a call to prayer. And you don't know what it is that is causing that. It's a call to praying and praying in tongues. And if there's anything that I feel has helped me grow as a Christian, it is this praying in tongues. It's amazing how the spiritual gifts are sharpened when I pray in tongues and I pray for a long time in tongues. It's amazing how clarity comes as I pray in this prayer language. You know, Jude says in Jude 1 verse 20, but you, beloved, build up yourselves founded on your most holy faith. The Amplified Classic says, make progress, rise like an edifice higher and higher, praying in the Holy Spirit. Jude says, just pray in the Spirit. Something happens. You rise higher and higher. You're strengthened by praying in the Spirit. Number four, it takes the praise and worship of God to another level. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 15, Paul says, what is the conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will also sing with the understanding. A lot of singing with the Spirit has been lost. May God bring this back to us as a people. When I cast my mind back to those days when we were in our 20s, and Bart will remember, 
One of the things we did a lot was sing in the Spirit. We just sat down and just sang in the Spirit. Just allowed the Spirit to compose the songs himself. I mean, think about it. God wants to be worshipped. Because of the Spirit in you and this gracious gift of singing in songs, he composes the song himself. Exactly what he wants to, wear, wants to hear. He borrows your vocal cords. He grants utterance to you. And he sings exactly what he wants to hear to himself. You can't get more accurate in worship than when you sing in the spirit. Number five. People always ask, how do I pray God's will specifically where my understanding can get in the way? My thoughts, my desires can get in the way. I feel that speaking in tongues allows us to do that precisely. Romans 8, verse 26 to 27, the Passion Translation. And in a similar way, Romans 8, 26 to 27, the Holy Spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty to empower us in our weakness. For example, at times we don't even know how to pray or know the best things to ask for. But the Holy Spirit rises up within us to super intercede on our behalf, pleading with God with emotional sighs too deep for words. God, the searcher of the heart, knows fully our longings, yet he also understands the desires of the Spirit because the Holy Spirit passionately pleads before God for us. His holy ones in perfect harmony, in perfect harmony with God's plan and destiny. Paul says that this is how it works. The Spirit searches our hearts and knows our longings. But how many know that some of our longings are not what God wants? How many agree to that? But he says, but then the Spirit also knows exactly what God wants. He understands the desires of the Spirit. And so what does the Spirit do as we pray in tongues? The Spirit pleads passionately before God in perfect harmony with God's plan and our destiny. Sometimes what I want is not what God wants. But when I take myself out of the picture and allow the Spirit to plead on my behalf. In that prayer language, I pray specifically what God wants for us. I'll tell you a true story. I don't know how many remember when we had Sam Chand. How many remember when we had Sam Chand, the leadership thing? Yeah, okay. That morning, Sam Chand was going to come. The night before, um, I felt a great burden in my heart to pray for my brother. I have one, just one brother. And I slipped off the bed, knelt down to pray for him. I thought it was going to be a two, three minute prayer. I started praying in my understanding. And of course, praying in my understanding, I prayed what I knew. Why do I feel this burden? So I prayed for him 
prayed for his wife, his children, just kind of prayed with what I knew. But as I prayed, the burden intensified, and I began to pray in the Spirit. And then the burden wouldn't go. So by this time, I was flat on the floor. I was not just praying in the Spirit. I was groaning. I was, you know, making unintelligible sounds, groaning in the Spirit. And that went on for about an hour and a half. And then I got up. Next thing, we got a call. Say they couldn't find my brother. But they had found his car. And they felt that the, 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 the story around, because there were many cars where that robbers, armed robbers, had attacked them, but they didn't know where my brother was. I thought of all the worst things you could imagine. I thought he was in the, in the boot of a car crossing the Nigerian border. He's lost forever. Maybe he's dead. I had to fight against all those thoughts the enemy was telling me. But then I remembered, but I've prayed. I, and maybe that's what I was praying about. I, I, this must have been it. And so we went to bed. Sam Chand was the next day. At 6 a.m. the next morning, we got a call to say they'd found my brother. Apparently what had happened, at the time I was praying, he was driving home, and robbers had stopped him, armed robbers. And when he realized he was being robbed, he jumped out of the car and tried to run away. That annoyed the robbers, so they got into a car and drove after him to run him down. They hit him, and the force of hitting him lifted him up, and he landed in, a, in an uncompleted building, some disused site. But he had broken his ankle. He crawled into some swamps and hid in the swamps. The robbers came with their touchlights and couldn't find him. He hid in the, in the swamps. A snake could have bitten him. An alligator could have eaten him up. He could have died when the car hit him. How many know that if I was praying for his business to prosper, that's the last prayer he needs. He needs a particular prayer that says that snake that's slithering towards him go in the opposite direction. How can I know that he's in a swamp? Only God knows. And so as I prayed for him, Raboshti, Kalali, Kelibra Sanda, Makuteste, Makuteste, Bronkuna Nikadeste, and then I fell on the floor and I was groaning, oh God, Mali, Mali, Mali. I was saying, send an angel. That snake has to move away from him. The beauty of this gift God has given us. Number six. I call this six benefits super inter intercession. <laughs> One of the beauties of praying in tongues is that God can use our prayers for his own purposes. Because you don't know, you, technically, you don't know what you're praying about with any 100% with any accuracy. Because it's the Spirit that gives the utterance. So you can think, I saw Philomena in church. She, that girl, Philomena, ah, did you see her body? Coca-Cola bottle. That's the one I want. 
That is the one I want. So you go home. I need to pray about Philomena. Marco Robusto. Lebreki, Philo, Philo. Reki Karabosto. Rabunda Kadusta. Calibre Sekidesti. Keribasoto. Meanwhile, what you're praying is God, take Philomena far away. Because you don't know. God, Philomena is going to destroy my life. Take her far away. And you're praying that Augustina, who you don't like, who has been hanging around you. And you just, why doesn't this Augustina go and find her own person? And you're praying, God, I receive Augustina. Bring her into my life. That's my future. That's the beauty of praying in tongues. When God searches the earth and is looking for prayer because a persecuted Christian in Libya is about to die, somebody is praying for his car. Manteli brokulagbu, sate lebra Ferrari, farira Ferrari, fasikade. God just collects the prayer and uses the prayer to deliver that persecuted Christian in Libya. It's an amazing thing God has done. That's, that's how prayer goes around the world. And is it any wonder that the world wants to make us ashamed of something that is so awesome? Number seven. It is the most effective way to give God thanks. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 17. For you indeed give thanks well, but the other is not edified. So it's, it's, it's not about edifying the other, but you give thanks well. <laughs> Have you, has God done something for you where you feel thank you is not enough? It's the same thank you. They gave you ice cream. You said thank you. I, I, does anybody understand what I mean? At the G-Hope, do you understand what I mean? Online? Where God has done something and thank you just does not cut it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God is going to do something in your life. Your thank you will not cut it. Because God gave us a, a scripture, Psalms 126. You will be like they that dream. And when that happens to you, thank you won't cut it. Thank you is what I say to Shola when she's good to me all the time she is. Thank God for that. But I say thank you. I say it a lot. But there are times when God does something and the thank you just doesn't come. All that comes is rabochete lankila mustaliadadoste rakadusta limante brekidadusta. May that be your testimony in Jesus' name. So how? Do I activate this gift? Well, the first thing is appreciating that it's a gift. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 4, Now there are distinctive varieties and distributions of endowments, Amplified Classic. 
gifts, extraordinary powers distinguishing certain Christians due to the power of divine grace operating in their souls by the Holy Spirit. And they vary, but the Holy Spirit remains the same. It's a gift that God gives. I remember some of the questions that I had on my mind, which no one answered then. If it's a gift, do I have a choice as to whether I receive the gift or not? Yes, you do. Nobody forces a gift on anybody. Is it a yardstick of salvation? No, it isn't. You can go to heaven without speaking in tongues. However, I have found that on this earth, this speaking in tongues is the number one thing I would talk about with regards to my prayer life. It's a gift that God gives. Someone said, well, if it's, if it's a gift, a manifestation gift of the Spirit, how come I can turn it off? I remember an auntie of mine, you know, who's she's a strong Catholic and she just didn't believe in this thing. She said, it's Pentecostal. You can just switch it on and switch it off. I said, it's a gift they've given you to help you pray. If you want to pray, you start to use it. They didn't give it and take it away. They gave it to help us pray. They understood how significant prayer is. So of course I can use it when I want. They've given it to me. So how does this gift come? Well, there are two ways biblically. The first one, of course, is the laying on of hands. Acts 19, verse 5 to 6. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. So the laying on of hands. But then it's, it's as if God knew that one day we will have an online congregation. And the pastors at Jesus' house or the pastors at the Greenwich Hub are not there to lay hands on them. So God had prepared for the online congregation. Because sometimes the Spirit just fell on people and the people started to speak in tongues. That's what happened at Cornelius' home. Acts 10, 44 to 46. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word, and those of the circumcision who believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, all Peter's gang that came. They must have had this, 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 this uh, um, opinion of themselves as being better than these Gentiles. But to their shock, the Holy Spirit proved once more that he's not a respecter of persons. As Peter spoke, the Spirit fell upon the Gentiles, and they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Amen. So how does it work? This was a difficult one for me. The Bible says the Spirit gives utterance. How can I describe utterance? If you take a, 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 a can of Coke, Coca-Cola, or a bottle of Coca-Cola, and you shake it, what you see bubbling in it is utterance. Something starts to just bubble up. If you open the Coke or take off the cap, what is inside comes out. That's utterance. You feel something bubbling up in you. But if you don't open your mouth, it can't come out. It would be witchcraft. 
if you heard somebody speaking in tongues without opening their mouth, run away from that place. Because that's how we cooperate with God. And that's how we walk the walk of faith. Because there's an opening of our mouth, an activating of our vocal cords, God won't bypass those things. And then the utterance that is in us wells up. And suddenly this beautiful language, I call it the language of love, comes out of a person. You know, anytime we pray for people to receive the baptism, interesting things happen. A lot of people cry. And people ask me, but why am I crying? I say, it's just tears of joy. You've entered an intimacy with God that you can't comprehend. And that's why you're crying. Hallelujah. Now today, it wasn't just the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. What God told me was that there would be an outpouring of His Spirit in Jesus' house. So whether you're online or at the hub, we're believing God for an outpouring of His Spirit. Father, we just thank you and we bless you. We glorify your name. What a beautiful gift you have given us as the body of Christ. You know, part of what the stories I've told you, is praying long in tongues. Praying long. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to try and, and, and intimidate anyone or anything like that, but yesterday, I prayed for three hours in tongues. When I, when I finished, I was, I was another human being. Seriously, I was another human being. Three hours, just, just plowing in the Spirit, plowing. You know, I remember I told them in those days, this is the way God laid it on my heart. Just to encourage us to pray long in the Spirit. God said to me that you must see your life as a locomotive train. And your praying in tongues is laying the tracks where the train will go. The more you pray, the more tracks you lay further and further. Nothing stuck with me even all those years. And so sometimes when I sit down and I'm praying in the Spirit, I take each of my children and I pray for them in the Spirit. I'm laying tracks, laying tracks. When I'm long gone, their locomotive train will be going on those tracks. Before we start praying, as we pray, if there's anyone here who's born again and you haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, we'll settle that one. The Spirit is going to come upon you and you will enjoy this beautiful language. If you're online, the Spirit is going to fall upon you. Just, just trust God and you will enjoy it. At the hub, Pastor Joseph, Pastor Kenya and the team are going to lay hands on you. As we start to pray, if you want to receive the baptism, I want you to come forward. Just rise to your feet first. We're going to lay some tracks. That's what we're going to do. You're going to pray the mystery of your destiny. You're going to talk to God about tomorrow, next year. There are things that some people need to talk to God about. There are some members of their family that you need to talk to God about. When, when, when people were created, there was something, a plan God had, and the plan might have gone awry. 
Somebody needs to put that person back on track, and we're going to do it in the spirit. Malos di la brande keli boshto. Go and rise to your feet. Meke riba sanda brakila boshte. Negele bro sundo lo bro kutaye ke keriende kilados tu la brusa kande lebre ke teliashte le boshto. Mundo le brande kile anda la brakeriende bro kosto. If you haven't received the baptism with the evidence of speaking in tongues, come forward as we pray. The rest of us, lift your voice, lift your voice. Come forward as we pray. Come, 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 come. We'll wait for you. You want to receive the baptism? As long as you're a child of God, it's a gift that is yours. Male brokoloboshto. Go on, lift your voice, lift your voice. Somebody sees your destiny. Seize your destiny in the spirit, somebody. Go on, go on, seize your destiny in the spirit. Male brokolobondo roboshokula yeke keriende kilastolobo. Ragidanike le mandele brande ki anteli brando robojokula ye. Mando robojokula yeke keriere basinali andalaboste. Borubajaka rabaste la brokula lekin dele basinarianda. Mandele brokurobojokula yeke ke. Mandele brokila mundarianda brokolobojokula ye. Oh God of mercy, Mandosto, Lobrunda. Can I have the pastors please come? Can I have the pastors please come? Malabrundulaye, Kerebasto. Those of you up front, you're going to have to release your vocal cords as the pastors pray for you. Males, Telebrende, Kiandorubajaka, Mando, Sheyan Turayo, you want to join us? You want to join us, Sheyan Turayo? Come, join us, join us. Mandelebro, Kulaye, KK, Zibredesti, Lamanda, Kiaboste, go on. We can pray for them, pray for them, and go and open up your mouth. Baleste, brokulo boshtu, la ye ke ke. Zire de 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 Brokula mando robo jaka kariarabaste. Oh God of mercy, lalo brokula yekeke. Go on, go on, pray. Mali bandele bro. Zekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekek
Jaka Carriera Baste, Jeke Kerriende Kiasto, Rabusta, Labroki, Lale, Kelly, Bozeki, Yamushanto, Kuriata, Jeke Kurubu Jaka. Oh God! Zebre, 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 Zebre! Mancoriata Coriete, Jugadaste, Lebrucara, Lale, Boschete, Mancorobo, Jokula, Yehaha, Jelelelelelelebosundarianda, Jelelelelebosokura, Yeke, Jelelelelebosokula, Yeke, Masekiando, Robosto, Zokura, Yeke, Gadusta, Labokura, Manto, Robosokula, Yeke, Jaka, Mariba, Sote, Lebrocula, Shali la leke rimanto mbokorobozokula ye haha mantele bostolianda let the utterance flow let the utterance come hey mankarianda brokolobozokula ye mankarianda brokolobozokula ye keke mankarianda brakila bondele bozokula ye je 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 kiando robojakaka mandele brokurianda brokosto Julanelele Bosin Karianda, Makaye, Makaye, Aruba Kadoste, Aruba Kadoste, Mancoriende Kiasto, Jekekekekeke, Boruba, Aselemando, Jokuraye, Asarabaste, Boruba, Ariba Gadasto Kolobo, Jekekuruma Shindaliana, Jakaka, Brekele Bostulaye, Jakaka, Brokulaye Keke, Jakaka, Brokulobo Jokulaye, Manto Robo Jokulobo Shondulaye, Oh God of mercy, Sabre, Sebre, 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 Shina Nikando, Jakoti la Bouchate, Jakoti la Bouchate, Jakoti la Bouchate, Bokuramunda Kadosto, Abrade, Abrade, Bebe, 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 Korobo Jokulaye, Abrade, Bebe, Bebe, Korobo Jokulaye, Osene Mundo, Kiani Kando Rubajaka, Mando Robo Jokula Yekeke, Mando Robo Jakarianda, Kurianda, Oh God of Mercy, Ha, Sepre Sikadoste, Lamunda Kuriata Keke, Jakoriende Kujata Kariata, Jele, Jele. Aribankare boste, manduraye, brakale bosotulaye, mandorobo jokulaye, obazeki yamushaka keriete brokulaye ke keriende, mandorobo jokulaye, mandorobo jokulaye. Thank you, Lord. Go on, keep praying. Those of you up front, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. Now, church, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. For a few minutes, I want you to apprehend that for which Christ apprehended you. Yeah? You're going to apprehend it. You're going to take it spiritually. And I want you to just lift your voice in your prayer language and you're saying, God, I apprehend that for which I was apprehended. There's a reason for my life, a purpose for my life. And today in the spirit, I align with it. Luan, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Please pray this prayer. This is a destiny, destiny defining prayer. Lift your voice. Azerere bosika da doste lebruka daste manko robo jokula yeke keriere bashata jolosto braguda zeke dege 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 de kista laba raminda koriete brokula basta lift your voice serere sokura munda eh 
shakade, shakade. Zebrendi kadusta la bruka tanga le brokoto. Jani monku robo jokulaye. Jekekeriete brokulobo jaka kariata. Jiradosto la bruzande kekeki keki keki keki. Antulaye bragadaste. Brokulomo shonkulaye. Oh God of mercy. Zabrababariba babariba 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 babariba. Shaneki anto robo jokulaye keke. Zabrade kurianda katoste. Lebrundo kuna mushanda. Ragi gagaseke. Ragi gagaseke. Ragi gagaseke. Aribanka kurianda. Ragi gagaseke ke. Ragi kanemo shondulayeke. Raminda brokuna nikande stelibo. Stelibregegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegeg
We declare no more, no more. It can't hold you back. It can't stop you. Malas to la yekeke. Mando robo shukanda labrasi kandelebru katesti. Go on. The pastors are going to start to pray for you. I join my faith with theirs. As I declare in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, that that stone is removed. Malusikanda brokuzanda. It can't stop your beginning from coming to pass. Boriyanka librosikanda labrosikadaste libande kiasto. Borugadaste limando robostu. Kankakari arabaste. Zebre kelibo sontula yeke kianto robujaka. Father in heaven, O God. Father, remove, O God. Every obstacle, remove the impediment, O God. Father, turn it around, O God, for your son. Oh God of mercy, Makudas Telebre Kila Mushanka Karianda Jekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekek
Freedom, O God. Freedom, O God. Freedom, O God. Makorobo Jokulaye. Makorobo Jaka Kariarabat. Zekekerien de Kia Mujanka. Boruba Jaka. O God of mercy. Hear our cry, O God. Father, hear her cry, O God. Hear her cry, O God. In the name of Jesus. Hear her cry, O God. Marosto, Brokulaye. Father, Oh God, do what only you can do. No more, Heavenly Father. No more, oh God. In the name of Jesus, no more. In the name of Jesus, no more. No more in the name of Jesus. Go! 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 Father, thank you for your daughter. How much you love her. How much you love her. How much you love her. Right now, let her feel your embrace. Hold her. Hold her close to your heart, Lord. Father, let her know how much you love her. In spite of it all, despite it all, that she's so precious in your eyes. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. God. God says I should tell you you're his beloved. He says I should just tell you that, that you're his beloved. You're his beloved. Don't ever forget that. You're his beloved. He loves you so much. More than you can imagine. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we bless your holy name, O God. We honor you, God. We honor you, God. Oh God, we bless your holy name, oh God. We bless your holy name, oh God. We exalt you, oh God. Oh God of mercy. Oh, we bless you, oh God. King immortal, the only wise God. Jelele mando robo shukande, mando robo jokulaye, mando robo jokulaye keke, mando robo jokulaye keke, mando robo jakakari anda brakele boshondulaye, robo jokulaye, mantele bostila, 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 bostila. Father, we thank you, God. We bless you. We glorify your name. Now lift your hands up as we come to our close. Lift your hands up. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lift your hands up. We're going to ask God for a fresh outpouring. We're going to ask God for a fresh outpouring of His Spirit. Go and let your faith rise. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, come, ability, efficiency, and might. Come, Holy Spirit. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. We wait on you. Spirit of the living God, we wait on you. Go and lift your hands as we come to an end. We wait on you, oh God. Come, Holy Spirit. Come.
Spirit. Go on. Let heaven feel your hunger. Let heaven feel your hunger. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Hey. And if you're online, the Spirit of God is pouring himself out wherever you are. Go and lift your hands. Come, Holy Spirit. You know, listen, listen, as we, we come to a close. They, they said to, go on, the pastors will continue ministering up front. They said, these people must be drunk. Because of how they were speaking and how they were moved by this spirit. Paul says we shouldn't be drunk on wine. But how many want to be drunk on the Spirit of God? How many want to be drunk on the Spirit of God? Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Oh, we bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Can you sing a song that reverences the Holy Spirit, please? Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Go on, keep it, just, just lower it a bit, but keep singing, keep singing. Go on, can you cup your hands, cup your hands, cup your hands now. When I say receive a fresh outpouring of the Spirit, I want you to say I receive. Did you hear that? When I say receive a fresh outpouring of the Spirit, I want you to say I receive. Sweet Holy Spirit, please come, 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 come. Do what only you can do. We need a fresh touch, fresh outpouring. Go on, cup your hands, cup your hands, cup, 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 cup your hands, yes, it's just symbolic. Cup your hands, cup your hands. Are you ready? Receive a fresh outpouring of the Spirit of God. <laughs> Your I receive has to show desire in it. Go on, we're going to do that again. Come, Holy Spirit. Are you ready? Let there be expectation. It's a fresh outpouring. Receive a fresh outpouring of the Spirit of the Living God. Go on, go on. Hunger, 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 hunger. Mari Are you ready? Please, this time, this time, lift your voice when you receive, when you say, I receive. Come, Holy Spirit, touch each person, fresh outpouring. Receive a fresh outpouring of the Spirit of the living God. Now, for the last time, I want you to lift your voice this last time. 
Oh, Holy Spirit, locate each person. No Receive a fresh outpouring of the Holy Ghost into your life. Um, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Go on, just pray for a minute or two. Pray for a minute or two. Go on. Go on, pray for a minute or two. Pray for a minute or two. Male andalabrake andarabase kekeriere boshte. Go on, pray for a minute or two. Marianda broko lobojoko la yekeke. Mando robojoko la yekeke riende kiyashtolobo. Father, we thank you, God. Lord, we bless you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, let this be the first day of the new beginning. Position each one of your children for what you plan to do in their lives. That grace to tarry in the place of prayer, let it come upon each one of your children, O oh God. I declare that this is the first day of your new beginning. Amen. Father, we bless you. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name. Together we say, Amen. Go on, give God a clap offering. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Go on, go on, go on, celebrate him. Celebrate him. Hallelujah. Amen. And God bless you. Welcome to your new beginning. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah.